Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Help! We suck at being newlyweds. With Dean Ungler. Halen Miller-Keys. And Jared Haven. An iHeartRadio podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new special edition of Help We Suck at Being Newlyweds. Is it brand new? Yes. Is it a special edition? Eh, you, you, you be the judge. <laughs> You'll uh, find out in about 40 minutes when the podcast ends and you're like, ah, oh, that was either really good or... Yeah, like I was expecting par, a big bomb par, to drop. Can someone, uh, can someone get us a, a nice headline this week, please? Kaylin, perhaps? Well, that's usually your duty, so... We'll see what you come up with this week. Yeah, we'll just let Dean talk. I mean, there'll be a headline somewhere in there. (laughs) You guys want to talk about duty? We do that a lot on this podcast already. Um, No. (laughs) No, yeah, right. Well, so for the listeners, I am home in Las Vegas uh, in our beautiful home. And Kaylin's not with me. And it makes me really, really sad. And it's just... it's it's Hey. Well, it's just funny how normally it's the opposite way of this. You're here, I'm gone. But now I'm here and you're gone. Yeah, Dean is on... Dutiful dog dad duty. That was a lot of D's. Mm. Um, Dean came home to watch out because tonight I'm going to Taylor Swift and then tomorrow I leave for my bachelorette. So he's taking care of the little guy while I do fun things like that. Where's T Swift? Um, LA. I'm so happy for you. Are you going to have so much fun? Yes. I just feel like a little scatterbrained. Like there's so much going on. Taylor Swift, my bachelorette, like. So many texts are coming through about plans for tonight and tomorrow, and I feel a little a little frazzled, but excited. What, what's frazzling you? Uh, just like timing of things and, you know, people flying in, scheduling arrivals, and then sending outfits and, and all sorts of things, you know? Yeah. Hey, Jared, did you have a bachelor party? I can't remember. You had like a smaller one or something, right? Yeah, well, we did that small one in L.A. where it was just we like my buddy Chad came into town and then I don't think you came golfing with us. I think you had something to do, but then you came to dinner that night 
And it was just mm. me, Nick, Chad, Tanner. And then I had a small one on the East Coast because I didn't want people to have to, you know, it's quite a long flight, you know, coast to coast. It's not like an yeah. hour, just flying an hour, it's quick. It's a six-hour flight. So then uh, I did a very small thing on the East Coast as well, where it was my dad, my two cousins, my brother-in-law, and one of my close friends, Kenny. And we went golfing and then went to a little casino and just went out that night. So, yeah. uh, but it was fun. It was a good time. I don't know. I, listen, so before I say anything, Kaylin, is is your bachelorette party a one day, one night thing? How, what's the length of this? Uh, Thursday to Sunday. And. Damn. It seems like, yeah, I know. I know. I just really, I wanted it to last as long as it possibly could. And it does feel like a long time, but. Yeah. Uh. It it feels like a good amount of time because people get there Thursday evening. We've got Friday, we've got Saturday, we leave Sunday, so it feels good. And then, what's the itinerary? Um, so I planned everything myself because I am just very Type A, and I knew exactly how I wanted it, so I just planned it all. And tomorrow, uh, yeah, tomorrow we're just gonna have a pizza party, very chill. The next day we have this picnic that I'm super excited about. So this brand Selkie sent us everyone a dress and they're like these very long romantic gowns and that what I envisioned was like a Bridgerton style picnic tea party so we're all going to be in these you know over-the-top dresses and then I'm surprising everyone with a puppy party so there's a dog rescue in San Diego and they're bringing in puppies and senior dogs and so we're going to like you know have lunch and a tea party and then just have little dogs running around so that's Friday Are are these dogs adoptable Yes. And so I'm going to share like, you know, their personalities and, and everything about them on my socials and hopefully get them adopted. But you're getting a new dog this weekend, bro. Oh my gosh. I was, I was going to send you, let me just show you. He is so cute. So seniors and puppies, obviously we're not a puppy family. His name is Chapo. Chapo. El Chapo. Look how cute. He's He's so cute. cute. His tongue hangs out. Um, but yeah. I'm super excited. So the girls don't know about that. And I feel like they'll all be super excited about it. Mm-hmm. Keep saying think- excited. That's just the word of the weekend. The word excited of the weekend. weekend. Do you think Alistair is excited <laughs> for us to get Chapo? No, I mean, ideally I would love to get him, but it's not realistic. Also, Dee Dee is super cute. Oh. Why is it not realistic? Because we fly a lot with Al and usually I'm flying alone to meet Dean somewhere. So I couldn't fly with two dogs. Also, it's it's frustrating how like a plane ticket for us is sixty bucks, let's say, and then it's all no matter how far or how short the flight is, it's one hundred and ten dollars for a dog. So it's like, how does how does my dog cost more than my seat? It just it would be a lot to spend two hundred dollars every single time we flew somewhere with the puppies. It technically would be four hundred, right? Because Al's two hundred right now. Yeah, the return. Trip, yeah, so right? we couldn't we couldn't do it. But I'm gonna try to convince my friends to get another dog or a dog. Nice. That's we'll great. Hopefully they end up adopting some. Um, how many people are going to your bachelorette? Um, t- uh, there's nine of us. So oh, it feels a like size. a good amount. Yeah. Yeah. And on Saturday, we have um, pickleball. So I got custom pickleball paddles for everyone, matching dresses for everyone. Um, and I, I don't know. Me, Dean and I were talking about this. I put ring the bells. That's kind of like our our... <laughs> Wedding hashtag or I thought we squashed thing. this. I thought we figured it out. I'm still, I'm still not convinced. So it says ring the bells. Bells is B E L L apostrophe S. It is it supposed to have the apostrophe or is it not? It's supposed. Dean to have says it. yes. I think no. 
And also, Dean, there's no way on your wedding weekend that anybody is going to be doing a hashtag with an apostrophe in it. It's just going to. Oh, no, no. Whether you want it to have an apostrophe or not, it's not going to. Well, A, I I don't care about the hashtags. No, no, it's not for the hashtag. It's for my own OCD because the pickleball paddles, they ring the bells with an apostrophe. And I thought it wasn't supposed to have one. So it's driving me crazy. It's supposed to have it. What? Okay, let, let me just, everything aside real quick. When you hear ring the bells in our pers- from our perspective, what do you think of? Like, what? where does your head go? Bells, obviously, like Santa. Okay, Caitlin. Yeah, same. Like what are the what are the bells that are being rung? Are they us? Like or the Liberty Bell. Just like Let, let's like ringing a big bell. Yeah, like yeah. something like that. Oh, the British okay, but, are coming. You know what I mean? But, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so that's why you guys don't like the apostrophe. the 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 point of the phrase "ring the bells" in our sense is because it is that, but it's also saying like we're putting rings on our fingers and we're becoming bells. So in order for it to be a play on words specific to us, it has to be possessive, and it's like saying we're ringing ourselves. That's that's where the disconnect is. That's how I perceive it. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure I'm not. But it's saying like we're ringing ourselves. And that's it's also a, a common phrase for getting phrase for getting married is ring the bells. Okay, Maddie and Easton say it does need an apostrophe. I do want to say while you were teaching us, um, Dean has <laughs> mentioned a few times that he wants to be a substitute teacher. And I think you'd be really good at it. Oh, yeah. You were yeah. so calm with teaching us. Great job. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> It's funny, uh, through some of my hikes, I've met some teachers on like the mountains and every time I meet one, I'm like, like, I'm, it's hard for me to say I'm jealous because like, if I was really want to do it, I could go and teach. And also it's hard to be envious of a teacher in today's world because they're so underappreciated and undervalued. But I, I would love to be a teacher, like a substitute PE teacher. I could be a substitute math (laughs) math teacher or just like a general, any, any type of subject, as long as it's like sixth grade or below. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my dream vocation. If it paid a reasonable amount, which I'm here to advocate for teachers getting paid more. I think they should be paid more. It's crazy that we have so much, like, uh, so much of our future is based on our youth and yet we're still paying teachers, you know, $40,000 a year. It should be maybe not like as much as doctors or anything like that, but like, it should definitely be at least a livable wage within, you know, like maybe high five digits even into the six digits but that's a that's a subject for another time i guess but yeah anyways yeah. all that to say i i love i i love the idea of being a teacher it would be so much fun to work with kids i feel like i am a kid but like a bigger version of one so it would be fun to like get to hang out with them and do all that kind of stuff but uh jared to your point earlier about the flying from coast to coast for bachelor parties i wanted to invite you to mine which i still haven't really planned yet by the way but i like i've got a couple other friends that live like one's in new york one's in um, Florida and I feel really guilty about like asking them to come out to the West Coast for three days you know I know it's tough that's why Kalen I'm so happy that your friends are coming out and you're having a long bachelorette party but I didn't want to do that because I was like I can't have people because most people are already flying to the wedding so I was like right. shit now I'm going to make them pay for even another flight to a bachelorette or a bachelor party I was like shit, I can't do that I'll figure it out well, that's, uh, I had two girls coming in from North Carolina and I felt really guilty about it. Um, they can't come anymore. So everyone is either driving in. I have a friend flying in from Washington and then Jess Clark flying in from Denver. So the Aww. flights aren't terrible. And I really wanted to make it like as affordable as possible. People are only, you know, I covered the um, hotel and everything and oh, have most nice of the things covered because I just, I wanted to, <clears throat> people are spending so much on our wedding. I was like, 
I, I want you to spend it the least amount as possible. And I don't want you to stress because I've seen my friends stress over planning bachelorettes. And that's why I was like, I'm just going to handle it. And it's been totally stress-free for me to plan it and fun. So not paying a lot and stress-free. That is, that's the goal of this weekend. That's what I tried to do. But all of the ideas that I had, they, the companies were like, no, get lost, kick rocks. Um, but that's, that's been a big thing that my friends keep saying. I keep getting deflated because I've had so, like six people cancel on my bachelor party, which again, still is unplanned. It's going to happen in three weeks. So I can understand why they would cancel it, but they're like, oh, I just can't swing spending 600 bucks for a weekend before spending however much to get to your wedding and be there at the wedding. So it's stressful. I feel guilty. Like you were saying, would you rather people come to the wedding or your bachelor party? Um, if that's what yeah. they're saying, if. Yeah, a wedding. Obviously, it's not obvious. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's as far ahead as the bachelor party as you might think. Like with the bachelor party, it'll be a smaller crowd. They're like my closer friends. It'll be more like you know social in terms of like hanging out with the person at the wedding. I feel like we're gonna be so busy and occupied. Like yes, I want my friends to come to both if they could, but the bachelor party might be a little higher up on the list than I think. Really? And I've talked to some married men, some people that I golf with in LA, and they're like, oh, you should you should do engagement party, least important, wedding, second most important, bachelor party, most important. And they're like, you know, huh. married 10 years. So I kind of take their their word a little more seriously than than someone else that hasn't been married, I guess. But like, I don't, that makes I don't no care. Sense as, long as, as long as I come to one, just come to one. You So you'd yeah. rather have your best man go to your bachelor party than your wedding? Yeah, that's that's true. As someone that hasn't been married yet, I would say the wedding is the most important thing. But they were saying the bachelor yeah. party is more important. But I think like a traditional wedding, people aren't spending that much time with the people who attend. And I think with ours, we're going to be spending so much time with the people coming because it's like a unique situation, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Who knows? I, I, I don't know, I guess. But Jared, if you want to get away from the kid and uh, the wife for a weekend, please come to... The West Coast, you're more than welcome to. I haven't officially yeah, invited everyone yet because is. I haven't planned anything, but we'd love to have you out here. I would love to hopefully go. Uh, what was I going to say? We got First of all, the invitations that you guys had were quite beautiful. I'm not going to lie. Oh, thank you. Yeah, they're very nice. And uh, emerald green, great color. Ashley's favorite color. Um, and uh, it was. it's like a pamphlet. Because mm-hmm. you open it up yeah. and it unfolds and there's so much like details to it. And then we were looking at the uh, run of show, if you will. And every, she was like, would you like to do this on Friday? Because you have to sign up for things. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, we'll go to everything. Why not? I mean, if we're going to be in town, we can do everything. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now, listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right. Their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. 
Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. I mean, at this point, Kaylin and I should be worried about getting kids and having them in Colorado because the schools are underfunded, I guess. Well, you're proving that you're the exception. Are your brothers as good at math as you are? Oh my gosh. My brothers are so much smarter than me. It's so frustrating. There's At math specifically or just in general? Uh, Ross is, they're both pretty good at math. I'm probably the best at math, but they're both like really good at writing and science and all those other things. Brad like self-taught himself how to code. Uh, and he was coding as like a teenager. Ross is like, I was actually randomly thinking about this the other day. Ross has, uh, a lot more raw, like a lot more raw brain power, but Brad has like the motivation and dedication to like, to like focus that brain power on something. Um, and then I'm just like a mixture of both. I don't have as much raw brain power and I don't have the focus. And so I just am the dumbest one of the three of us, which kind of stinks. But you got the looks, baby. I, I, I disagree. I think both my brothers are way hotter than I am. I have the height. I'm like six, two, they're six, one and six foot. So I at least have a little bit of of height on them. Um, yeah, but they're all like, six. Dude, if you're six feet, you are fine. I'm come on now. Come on. Yeah, no, I agree. I, but it's it's like the only thing that I have over them. So it's, I'm going to hold on to that for as long as I can. Um, do you guys want to do this more than a fifth grader thing? Or do we want to talk about something else? Yeah, I just feel like it's going to embarrass me. But let's do it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. How many nouns are in the following sentence? I'm looking for how many nouns there are, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. This is the sentence. <laughs> the rabbit ran to the cafeteria and ate a big salad. Three. Yeah. I was counting as he went. Three is the correct answer. What are the what are the three nouns? Uh, uh, cafeteria, rabbit, rabbit, and, and then the there was something thing. in the middle. No, the first salad, thing the cafeteria right? was in the salad. Salad. The oh. rabbit ran to the cafeteria. No, the rabbit. The, the rabbit, the cafeteria, and the salad. Yeah, that's what we said, bro. What's the longest <laughs> river in the U.S.? Um, the Nile. I want to say Mississippi, but that's not right. Mississippi or Colorado? Okay, Jared. I don't know that the Colorado river. That's what I, I would have thought the Colorado too, or the Mississippi, but Mississippi is too obvious. It's actually the Missouri river. Oh, that's stupid. Oh yeah. Very stupid. All right. One more question. (laughs) Uh, who is credited for inventing electricity? Oh my God. I would know this if you didn't just ask it. It's the pressure of it all. Oh, is it Thomas uh, electricity? Yeah. Edison Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. Okay. What's your answer? Edison. I'm going to let you talk through for a second. Oh, my God. Edison no, the I light know bulb. this. Isn't it yeah, Franklin yeah, yeah. with the, the kite and the lightning? It right. has maybe, to be. Maybe the question, I'm trying to go off of the memory here. Maybe it was who invented the light bulb. 
Okay. Edison, Edison invite, invented the light bulb. Yeah, that's Franklin, correct. I think, not certainly, obviously never invented, but I think he might have discovered, discovered electricity. Because yeah. remember, he had the kite in the sky. Mm-hmm. And, and the key on the string. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I want to say we're smarter than a fifth grader, you guys. <laughs> not by much, bro. Well, by enough of a margin to make us feel good about ourselves. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. What are you most excited about for Taylor? What's the song? <laughs> you going to tell me the all too well 10 minute version? No, no, no. I'm excited for the surprise song. So um, there are so many news articles about this concert. It's crazy. And I made a playlist for my friend and I of all of the surprise songs she hasn't sung yet. So that's what I'm most excited for. And I just want a song from Fearless or a song from Speak Now and I'll be super happy. And it's just so, so I've been listening. I think I'm just excited for the whole era's concept of it because I've been listening to um, the playlist in order of the songs that she plays too. And it's just so crazy to think her first album came out when I was in sixth grade. And I just like grew up listening to her, like, you know, having crushes on boys and getting my heart broken, like literally listening to Taylor Swift as cheesy as it sounds. So it's cool to like go through those eras tonight. I think that's what I'm most excited about. Uh, can we backtrack for a second? Her first album came out when you were in sixth grade. Oh, I guess because you're you're younger than me. So yeah. I looked up her age. Yeah. She's th- she's 33. So she was like a senior in high school when she came out with the first album. Or maybe just graduated or something. That's crazy. Maybe. Uh, 2006 was Taylor Swift. So and that was her first one. Crazy. Yeah, I graduated high school that year. Dean, so did oh, you. Wow. Didn't you? I was, I was 09, but she was born oh. in 89. So she was 16 or 17 when she came out with her first album. Pretty crazy. Uh, Listen, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say something about Taylor Swift, and Ashley already knows this, and so we're cool about it. 
she has gotten so hot. <laughs> she. I used to think Taylor Swift was, of course, attractive. Of course, mm-hmm. she's you know she's a pretty girl. I think that Taylor might be one of the hottest women in entertainment. See, that's mm. so interesting. I I hear people say this, and I don't think she's ugly by any stretch of the imagination. But I don't think she's hot. I don't think hot is the right word to describe her. Oh, I think she's hot. Oh, I think she's hot. She's just like so confident. Mm-hmm. It yeah. feels like no one can mess with her. Like the Kanye thing would never happen again. And all of this stuff that happened to her, she's just so strong, which I think is attractive. Dude, she would take Kanye and throw him off the stage right now. Yeah. Dude, but she's just like, there's something. And listen, I, Ashley has the exact same crush, which is why we could talk about it. This is the way she talks about Brady. You know what I mean? So like, we're all in the same boat here. But like, there is just something incredibly attractive about taylor swift i'm just gonna say it. there's something incredibly sexy about taylor swift and she is just and like obviously ashley feels the same way so that's why i'm allowed to say it. i mean if if kaylin came to me and she was like hey taylor swift is expressing interest in me uh i and like kaylin left me for left me for taylor swift for lack of a better phrase i couldn't even be mad about that you know i would i would be like damn i i yeah. totally see where you're coming from good, go live good a better life <laughs> yeah I tell Ashley that but all the time. But would it be a better life? Because her her level of fame is insane. Have you, someone was just telling me about the suitcase videos. Her security would take her out in suitcases because mm. her fans are that crazy. Dang, that is pretty crazy. Well, think about- So not I mean, a better how, life. Think about how fortunate- You got a good life. Been, <laughs> right? With Bachelor and, and, and people who are fans of the show, who come up to us and- you know, say the nicest things. And some people can get pretty intense and passionate about it, right? Where it mm-hmm. gets, you know, a little much. Think about that, but um, five million times more. Oh, yeah. Probably even more, a hundred yeah. million times more. So mm-hmm. I could totally see how, uh, you know, some people just get a little, a uh, little, little much, a little, little weird. Yeah. yeah. Who's your favorite ex boyfriend of Taylor's, Kaylin? Oh, good question. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to be like, ooh, good question. No, I actually, I'm not like super familiar with all of her exes. I know she dated Harry Styles, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yep. Um, um, oh, I, I just, John Mayer. Oh, Taylor Lautner. Duh. He was the good one. Dude, that's everybody's answer. It's just like, hmm. yeah, he is the Because he's good the one. only good one. He's the only one that like, I feel like they still have a good relationship and he's a nice guy. Yeah, he was obviously in the music video. Harry Styles had that whole thing where he was like, stop singing songs about me and was kind of rude about it, which I can guess I understand, but yeah. Why did Taylor. her and Joe Jonas break up? Was that like a bad thing? I think that, yeah, he, um, he, that was the better than revenge. He hooked up with Camilla, what's her face? And then I think he broke up with her over the phone. Camilla Ajamel. Camilla who? Ajamel, I think her last name is the girl from the, uh, the good no. place. Oh, no. It's um she has bangs. She was like huge back in the day, like a yeah. huge actress. And it was the whole mattress lyric that she changed. Taylor Swift changed. Damn, Joe Jonas did break up with her over the phone. She said yep. on the Ellen show, when I find the person who's right for me, he'll be wonderful. I'm not even going to remember the boy who broke up with me over the phone. Oh Damn. my gosh. I've broken up with people over the phone. That that rhetoric needs to die. I understand, like if you Jared, if you were to break up with Ashley, obviously you're not gonna do it over the phone. And like same for Kaylin and I, but like 
if you're dating someone for like a year or less and they live in a different place than you break up with them over the phone what else are you gonna do fly to their state and break up with them in person maybe i'm just projecting because i've done this before (laughs) i've done this before it's like what are my other options i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stay in a crappy relationship just because i don't have the time to come to you and do it in person especially if it's like a three or six or nine month long relationship i guess i get that are you telling me you've never broke up with anyone on the phone, Kaylin? Broked? I've never broked up. <laughs> you say that? I'm sorry. I'm getting worked up here. My, my vocabulary is slipping. It's okay. I'm not one to call someone out for saying wrong words. Um, no, but I was texted by my ex after dating for like a year and a half, two years. And he, we lived down the street from each other. And he texted me and said, we're over. Cold. Ice, ice cold. You were dating this guy for a year and a half? I think the more important yeah. thing to know for us is how old were you when this happened? Yeah, 22. Point. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say like 13 or something. Yeah. No, 22. <laughs> I was in 22. college. And he texted you saying it's over after a year and a half. Yeah. And the guy was like 28. So he knew better. Do we he know what's better. going on with this guy now? No. Don't have a, don't have a care. Not a, not a Facebook friend of a friend. You know what I mean? We were like, oh, this guy, that's right. He's still, he's, he's still alive. Um, my favorite ex of Miss Taylor Swift is none other than than Loki himself, uh, Tom Hiddleston. And the Tom reason Hiddleston. being, nice. love Tom Hiddleston, mm. but I also love the fact that in this Us Weekly article, and I remember this happening in real time, it goes two weeks after her split from Calvin Harris, Swift was spotted kissing the Thor actor in Rhode Island. That's oh. right. <laughs> I remember this all over the news because they were spotted on Block Island in a little vacation mm. and they were like oh, Tom Hiddleston and Taylor Swift are spotted together and they're in Rhode Island and I'm like yep they know the good things in life so obviously that's my favorite ex right there wait doesn't she own a place in Rhode Island or is yeah. it oh, okay but still it was pretty cool at the time you know what I mean but yeah like, yeah because obviously she comes to Rhode Island which is a big deal but the fact that like a story broke that she was dating a new guy and they were spotted <laughs> right. in Rhode Island it's like damn putting Rhodey uh, on the yeah. map baby we need to do, um, what is that one we love with Steve Harvey? we got to get on Family that. Family Feud. Yes, that one would be so fun. I've always wanted to go, and they have Bachelor people on sometimes. They have Bachelor people on once a year, and they pick their favorites, and it's not us. Uh, how can we not be their favorites? I'm surprised Jared and Ashley <laughs> haven't been on it then, because they're definitely yeah. the favorites. Ashley's they always on bring it. on the new people. Oh, sure. oh, we were so so. Ben and I were in Honduras, working with his charity for a week, a couple like a long time ago, like five years ago. And they called him and they were like, hey, do you want to do Family Feud? And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. But only if Dean can do it with me. And I was like, Ben, I love you. Thank you so much for including me. And they're like, great. We start filming uh, in two days. And we were like, oh, crap, we're in Honduras. Like, we're not going to come all the way there just to film the show. And so we decided not to go. And then the next day, but we hadn't told them yet. And then the next day they call Ben back and they're like, hey, actually, we don't want you to come because the Kardashians are going to be on the show instead. (laughs) <laughs> and so it was like pretty funny because no it was like we got we got replaced by the Kardashians. Not that we were going to go and be on it anyways, but um, yeah, that would be a really fun show to be on. It, I think it's so interesting because like obviously when you're watching it on TV, you could be like you know the answer so easily. But I bet you being there mm-hmm. in person and like the pressure would kind of uh, freeze a lot of oh, people. Of course. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies 
all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining... Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. You want to know something funny? So I'm looking up this clip of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Bachelor. It goes, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Teaser trailer for Bachelor fan favorites. This is when Harrison hosted the show. And the first, so then they went through the compilation of who's going to be on it. I didn't see Ben, but it could be a different time. The first, so it is, there are some couples. First couples on it, Sean and Caitlin, broken up. Hmm. Second couple on it, uh-huh. Steven and Deanna, broken up. Third couple, JP and Ashley, broken up. And the fourth one is Chris by himself, Chris Holes, The Bachelor. So we should talk about that. Uh, did you see that uh, Jason and Caitlin broke up? Oh yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Very sad. Uh, I mean, I think everybody who follows them on Instagram was like, oh, I don't feel like they're really posting things anymore. Something might mm-hmm. be up. Uh, yeah. So I was obviously, you know, it's really funny and I'm sure both you guys can relate to this because somebody was asking me about it at Audrey's and I said, yeah, of course, like, you know, I'm, I'm friendly with Jason. I don't talk to him that much, but, um, and then like, of course I know Caitlin and I don't, you know, Ashley's closer with her. Like I, I'm not that close with Caitlin. And then I was thinking about it and I was like, that's so funny because in my head, I'm like, yeah, of course I know Caitlin. Like, I don't know her that well, but I'm like, I kind of do, I guess. I mean, I've dated you, this. Were you on and, her season? Yeah. Yeah. And like made out <laughs> yeah. with her multiple times, but it just feels like such a different life. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh my God, that's right. I was on like Caitlin was my bachelorette. Like we hung out multiple times and had like intimate moments with each other. Yeah. And it just feels so detached from my life now. Probably oh, yeah. for a couple of reasons. One, we can all relate to the fact like breaking up with someone years ago and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that like that person was a big part of my life at that time. And then secondly, just being in the bachelor world and having that bubble and like leaving that bubble and already feeling like it was a little bit of a dream world. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, because it was so funny because I was telling this, but I'm like, yeah, I know Caitlin. Like, of course I know Caitlin. And like, you know, and I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I know Caitlin way better than I'm putting off. 
That's so weird. I mean, so anyway. I see your point, though. If anyone said anything about Rachel, I would because I'm kind of in the same boat, even maybe to a lesser degree. Like, I don't even talk to Rachel at all or see her in social settings ever. So it's like, yeah, it was like a big part of your life, but it's obviously so far removed. And it's like, but you did kiss this person and you did share some deep emotional feelings with that person. Kaylin, yeah. same with you and, and Colton, you know, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. Um, but yeah, sad, sad news about Jason and Caitlin. Like you said, Jared, I, I don't keep up with their lives, but it was kind of like, it did seem like, you know, you guys have been engaged for a while. You're both excited to get married. Where is the planning? Why is that none of that happening? And, and then you stop seeing them post each other and stuff like that. And you start to get a little suspicious and then you're just kind of waiting for an announcement at that point. But yeah. And then she like stopped wearing her ring. People noticed and it was like, obviously it's just about to end and whatever. Like they don't have to announce it. They can do whatever the hell they want. But, True. um, but yeah, so I guess I'm also so desensitized by breakups now, specifically within bachelor world. Where yeah. I'm like, of course that's sad. They'll be all right. Like what I feel more mm -hmm. bad for, uh, of course, like anytime a relationship ends, it sucks. But what I really feel bad for in this situation is the fact that I was thinking in my head about, oh, well, Caitlin and Jason broke up. And then I started just like reflecting on, you know, my life now. And then the, the guys I were on the season with, like Sean Booth, literally last week just announced that he was going to have a kid with somebody oh, yeah. else. Mm. Nick just announced publicly that he is about to have a kid. Yeah, I saw that. Ben is happily married with Jess. I'm hoping that, you know, I'm sure they want kids at some point. And then me, I'm married with a kid. And all you guys were on Caitlyn's season. Nick who is having a kid? Nick Viol. Viol. What? You didn't yeah, see that? They yep. posted no. about it yesterday. Yeah, he, he finally posted yesterday. But yep, so Natalie's pregnant, which is super oh exciting. He's going to be a wonderful father. I have zero doubts about that. Um, but I was thinking, I'm like, oh, that's her top four. They're all married. And three of them had kid, or like either have a kid or a kid on the way. Mm -hmm. And then poor Caitlin, who was the bachelorette on our season, is now single again. And it's yeah, like, that's oh, interesting. no, 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 no. I could see either of them, Jason or Caitlin, becoming the bachelor or bachelorette some, you know, in a year or two down the line. This is what I think needs to happen. I mean, it will never happen, but I, because one, I don't think Caitlin would ever do it. But I think that because, you know, I, I, listen, we all love Bachelor, love Bachelor so much, wanted to go on for the rest of our lives. I think, you know, could probably use maybe a little bit of a jolt, a little electricity in its life. So why not just like make an announcement and be like, listen, we're canceling Bachelor this year. And it's going to be Caitlin Bristow as the Bachelorette in January with 25 brand new men. Mm. Wait. We haven't even talked about um, the Golden Bachelor, which I think is the exact thing that the show needs. I don't really know anything about that, but before we get into that, I want to <laughs> say real quick. I'm so sorry. I don't. I don't mean to squash your Golden Bachelor thing. I just want to say this idea struck me. Uh, they're both Caitlin and Jason are both business savvy people. How about this Bachelor Bachelor World? If you're listening, uh, whoever the executive producer is these days, Caitlin as the Bachelorette, Jason hosts, and then. Jason oh my has the bachelor. God. Jason that is has so the bachelor. Toxic. Caitlin hosts. No, because it's. I'm sure they're old enough and mature enough where they probably ended it amicably. And sure, I'm sure there are still some feelings there. But at the end of the day, I feel like if you break up at this age, at this stage of life, I should say, you you'd you just want to see that other person be happy. And so if you could be like a catalyst or 
someone helping guide that person. And, and you know that person well enough to where you can like maybe help them make decisions and the contestants make decisions. I'm telling you, that would be, that would be, a, that would be a ratings gold mine. No, terrible. Well, okay. what I think though is if, <laughs> if Caitlin did become, because I'm not sure, and it's no fault to Jason, but anytime a relationship ends within Bachelor, it's all, it feels like it's so much more difficult to visibly see the guy move on than the girl move on. Mm. And it's probably just the way our society is. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I just think that's the fact of the matter. So if like Jason become The Bachelor, I don't know if it would be as popular as if Caitlyn became The Bachelorette again. And furthermore, I don't think Jason would have an issue with it, judging by their, judging by one who, what I know of Jason, who seems like a really stand-up guy. And I agree with you, Dean, would probably want Caitlyn to be happy if they don't get back together. But I think the interesting part would be not so much Jason hosting the show, but I think teasing the fact that what if Jason does a Nick Viall and crashes the season? You know what I mean? Kind of like building that anticipation of like, is Jason going to show up to be one of these 25 men during Caitlin Bristow's second opportunity to become the Bachelorette? Because she's also, I mean, this was eight years ago. So she's eight years older. She's been through the ringer. She knows what she wants. She's figured out. She's great for TV. She's so rootable. It's like almost like, kind of like set up for him now hmm. um but i so that's an interesting thought not saying it will happen but obviously uh i i think very highly of caitlin burstow and i really want her to be happy so uh furthermore and jason's a really great guy too it's tough because we you know this split is like two really good people but caitlin i wanted to talk about the golden bachelor like you brought it up so you think that this is exactly what the show needs now yeah i'm like i'm trying to stay invested in the show it's just been the same thing since it started. And, you know, it's it, you, like you see the same thing, same episodes, like different characters planted into the same season. So it needs something different. And I think mm -hmm. this is exactly what it needs. And there's so many dating shows out there that, you know, The Bachelor is so much competition now. Nobody has a dating show like this. So I think this is the way that they can compete, you know, and it just seems so wholesome and sweet. Any thoughts, Dean? <laughs> I was waiting for you to share your thoughts. Oh. Well, my thoughts are I agree. I love the idea of doing this. Uh, I really hope they just lean into it. Like there, mm -hmm. you know, are shuffleboard dates and, um, <laughs> you know, they all like the rose ceremonies are at four o'clock in the afternoon so they can all be in bed <laughs> oh by 630. God. Yes. You know, like really just lean into it because I think that's hysterical. I, I Do I think it's going to be a ratings bananas? Like, I hope so. I really do. Um, but, you know, a lot of people tune in for reality TV for the drama of it, which totally makes sense. We all do. So I hope it does really well. And I hope uh, it, it, you know, Jerry finds happiness. And I hope that it's successful enough where The Bachelor deems it to be a success and possibly want to continue doing it for the future. I think it could be. It's tough. Of the spinoffs that they've made, there's been Winter Games, Listen to Your Heart, and now this one, maybe another one or two. Oh, Bachelor Pad, which I was too young for. Before, it was like predated me. Yes, yeah, Paradise considered a spinoff. Paradise was, yeah. That, well, that's true, but like it's obviously in its sixth season now. And yeah, you probably you probably should consider that a spinoff. I was going to say that they don't really have the best track record for successful spinoffs, but Paradise, I guess, is the exception to that rule. So hopefully, yeah. Golden Bachelor is the exception. In uh, in addition, I think to it Paradise. will be because from what I've talked to people about, they're kind of sick of seeing. 21, 22, 23. And granted, I was 23 when I went on the show, but they're sick of seeing like people so young being on the show. And maybe like this is what everyone needs. Or if this doesn't work, they just need to start casting older. I think, I don't know. 
20. I was way too young to be on that show. Yeah. I also I think um, two things. One, did Dean just say that Paradise is on its sixth season? Oh, shoot. Sorry. It's probably on like its Were ninth. Were we on that's, season six or something? That's the season that we met on. So my brain <laughs> I was like, uh, that season. Yeah. Pretty sure that was a few years ago. Uh, but then um, what was I going to say? Paradise. What the hell were we just talking about? Uh, 23 year olds. Oh, yeah, the young age. I agree with you, Kaylin. I think people are just getting a little tired of, um, and this is not just Bachelor problem. This is a uh, reality TV problem of just the disingenuousness of everybody. Because of course, mm. like there's people that are always going to be disingenuous. There always has been, there always will be. Mm. But now it's risen to a level where people are very, very aware and actively are trying to build their own business uh, both mm -hmm. while filming and then after filming. And it comes across very apparently. And I think it's worse within Bachelor because there is this element of love that overarches the entire show that it's it's not it's the young. I agree. But even like Kaylin, you were young, but you were always yourself for better or for worse. I was always for myself mm -hmm. for better or for worse. Dean, same thing. Like, but people love that, you know, because nobody's perfect. We all like every human being makes mistakes, which is why I think a lot of times, even if you're young and we make mistakes, as long as we're doing it um, like while also just I hate saying being true to ourselves, but like just Dean, that's why I think like you're one of the most like popular contestants to ever be on the show, I would argue, because you were so polarizing, but it wasn't from a place of you not being you or trying to put on this character and try to get more airtime. It was just you like so endearing and you'd mess up and then you would try to course correct and then you would mess up again and then you do a right thing. And it was just like this constant battle that I think people were so um, uh, they just related to you. Yeah, it'll yeah. be interesting to see because like obviously the older you are, the more comfortable comfortable and confident you are. So I, I would expect a little bit more of that, Jared, like you're saying. And I think you and I can both attest to this, having been on the show multiple seasons, like the 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 older you have gotten and then going back to the show, you have a little bit more comfortability with it. And sure you're like more familiar with the filming process and all that. But I wanted to say I do agree with you that like the kids coming on the show now and, and probably in years past too, like the 20 year olds go on to build a influencer career or whatever. But I don't think that's necessarily specific to younger people. I bet you there will still be some people on golden bachelor who are interested in that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not, yeah. I'm just saying like, we shouldn't immediately discount the fact that that's not going to be a possibility when it, it is certainly possible. Um, sure. but for, if for better, feels, for better, for worse, it feels like there's less, chance of that happening with people yeah. that are in their 50s 60s and potentially 70s i guess yeah that's mm -hmm. true that's true and it yeah i don't know it's gonna be interesting to see i can't believe it's actually happening because i feel like they've been teasing it for so many years now and now it's i think it's is it filming right now i remember seeing a picture posted yeah. of them at the mansion or something like that also like these these it's the bachelor so it's the women are going to be dating this guy are all these older women going to be sleeping in the crappy bunk beds that we slept in where oh, I was true. like scared. I was like scared to crawl up into the top bunk. How are these 65 year old women going to be getting up there? That's so true. I wonder if they'll set up the rooms differently. Maybe no bunk beds, maybe a little bit more comfortable than what they have for us. I would hope so. hundred percent. You can't have a bunk bed. Like half the <laughs> contestants are going to break their hips on day one. 
I would They're hope. not that old. <laughs> they, my, I'm telling you, I was young. 25 on, on that show and I was scared to crawl into that bunk bed. Like I'm lucky that I didn't break my hip, you know, and I think all okay. of us can kind of say the same thing. My grandpa is 83. He could climb into a bunk bed right now. I would be, okay. be so worried about Tom crawling into one of those. No, bunk he beds. would be totally fine. I don't know, man, that's going to be scary, but <laughs> I'll definitely, I, I will, I will say to both of your credits, I don't watch The Bachelor. I don't watch The Bachelorette. I do watch a little bit of Paradise. I will watch Golden Bachelor. Oh, you have yes. to. Yeah. Something about it just seems it just seems wholesome to me. That's what I'm excited for. And I'm excited that you said that because that's kind of what I miss. When I watched the show in college, I would like get together with my girlfriends, have wine nights. Like we loved the show. It was so good. Mm-hmm. And I don't really have that anymore. So mm-hmm. this this we'll is it coming nights. back. I think part of that too is like in high school and college, the people that were now our age being on the show felt so much older. So now that we're right. a little older, we can watch the show and feel kind of the same thing that we used to feel when we will watch the show back. back oh, when that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of help. We suck at being newlyweds and help. We suck at being smarter than a fifth grader. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us for this week's episode. We do have another episode coming out later this week. So please, please, please be sure to stick around for that whenever it comes out. Jared, I wish you luck in fantasy football this year. Uh, we still have a lot of time before that happens. Creating a dynasty, bro. You are the reigning champion. He's won two out of three seasons. Two out of three. I'm going for three for four. I'm like the 2000 Pats. You son of a biscuit-eating bulldog. Uh, I am excited for fantasy football to come back, so I, we will talk a lot about that hopefully this season on Help We Suck at Dating. Help We Suck at Dating. Uh, that's okay. Uh, anyways, that's going to do it. Be sure to tune in Thursday where maybe we suck just a l- Be sure to tune in on Thursday where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at help. We suck at being newlyweds and email us at newlyweds at iHeartRadio.com. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. We'll see you next time. Let's get real. No one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday parties, and work functions. If you suffer from cold sores, fever blisters, and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus, Azurex is an all-natural homeopathic treatment that will change your life. Just apply it topically as soon as you feel that familiar first tingle. And when you have an active outbreak, Azurex will soothe the pain and help you heal faster. Order today and use code HELP to save 20% at azzurx.com. Love it or your money back guaranteed. Stop a cold sore before it starts and heal an outbreak faster. Order Azurex today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 